All right. Good, Molly Kornfeld. Yep. yep, yep. Good to see you. Good to see you We're too. We're live. We just get right into it. Oh, oh my God. Okay, I love this. Okay, so the hottest day of the year, I it's, think we've decided. It is disgusting. When I was walking earlier, it said 95 degrees on one of those bus things. Yes, yes. Wait, can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, sure. Okay, I've been asking men this question a lot. How often do you wash your hair? I thought you were going to say, how often do you wash your sheets? I was going to be so excited to tell you that I did it today. Oh, I But <laughs> my hair... How often do you wash your okay, hair? Okay, so... I actually heard in eighth grade from the middle school principal that you're not supposed to wash your hair every single day. And I didn't know this when I was you're in eighth grade. I think that you're supposed to do it like every other day. Right. So with shampoo, I was doing it probably like six or seven times a week. Anytime I really took a shower after working out. But now I do it like three or four times a week. And I, like I w did have longer hair and I was doing head and shoulders. I've been doing head and shoulders. Oh, me for too. Years. I'm a head and shoulders girl. Okay. So I've been doing that. But um, in terms of like getting it wet. Every time I'm in the shower. Do you no, mean no, like, like with okay. head and shoulders? Because the problem is like, so when it's hot like this, like I washed my hair this morning, but by the time I get home, I will be so sweaty that I'm going to have to wash, I'm going to have to wash it like daily because the oil from the sweat makes me look dirty. <laughs> Where are you from initially? <laughs> I'm from New York. Okay. So my mom, anytime like she'll step out into this, she'll be like, oh, my hair is frizzy or something like that. Yes. Does that happen to you? Yes. The hair gets frizzy, but the hair like where I think has, well, you have dark hair. So I feel like the sun beats more heavily on dark hair oh, individuals. Right. Maybe that's true. Also, it happens with like shirts too. If you're yes, wearing a dark yes. shirt. So I feel like skin. my scalp sweats bad. Maybe I feel that way too. So then I have to wash my hair pretty regularly. And now I'm annoyed because I washed it this morning and I feel I'm going to have to wash it again. Also, later. like when I had longer hair, I just felt like the heat was just like. Getting together in my head just because like it was holding it there because yes. I had way more hair. Yes, it is annoying. But do you always have your hair this length? So I actually just got it cut. Oh, how many inches? I don't know, like one. Oh, okay, yeah. I should have noticed. Typical oh, I mean, guy. I, Typical guy. Not I gotta noticing. be honest, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> okay, um, but you like went to the beauty salon. You like just take an yeah. inch off. It's hot out and there. And then I was like, how often do I wash this? Interesting question. Considering it's summer, I would think that people would wash their hair more. I can't speak for all that's gentlemen. What, that's what he said. I was like, should I be washing my hair? I. And like every other day, every three days, once a week, like what's, and he was like, no, wash it when you're sweaty, you have to wash it. And I was like, great point. So what does that mean though? Is that like every time you go to the gym, you would be washing yeah, it? I mean, or I guess you're kind of supposed to be. Right. Cause that's really, to be honest, like that gets me to the gym. Like the fact that if I haven't showered in like a day and a half, I'm like, okay, I got to go to the gym and then make myself sweat. And then I'll shower from that point. I mean, I'll shower sometimes after sweating and wash everything but my hair. Interesting. Girls, I feel like traditionally do wash their hair less than men, but it seems like you guys <laughs> okay. know something. No, because you know, no, no, no. I feel like every time I talk to a guy, he's like, I haven't washed my hair in five years. Five years? <laughs> That's disgusting. I met someone who was like, I have not That's washed not my good. hair in 10 years. That's not, you, we gotta, you gotta be talking to cleaner guys. I don't, That's not I, good. And I was like, okay, I was like, well, does your head smell like bacteria and dirt. And then he let me sniff his head and it didn't even smell bad. And I was like, what is this? I wonder if diet also has to do with your smelly hair. Cause it has to do with like how you smell in general. Interesting. I rarely wear deodorant. I'm a vegan. So I'll wear deodorant honestly once every two weeks. Sometimes I'll like catch a, a stench and I'll be like, oh, that's not good. But like right now I'd be comfortable hugging you for sure. Which I did at the door. Cause like mm -hmm. I, I did not put on deodorant today and I really need to wear deodorant. Because you're a vegan. I think so. I think that's what they say. You know, like if you're eating chicken, you're eating steak and then you have all these things that they're coming out of your body, you know, as gross as it is to talk about that. I think it does have an effect on how you smell. And maybe that's also the pores on your head too. Right? I it's feel like, like your that? head, if you don't wash your hair, how does your head not smell? Well, anyway, big day today for me. <laughs> Changing my sheets. Yes, very the exciting. The pillows, 
did the bottom sheet, did not do the comforter because that's just a whole nother beast. In general, it that the whole process took me a long freaking time. How often are you supposed to wash your comforter? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't would re- think in the summer more so. Yeah, but maybe. I would say I'm not going to say how much I wash my comforter, but I would say for the people listening, maybe you want to wash it like once every two to three weeks, especially in the summer or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. How but it's you a pain in sheets? the neck. It is. I I never me wash personally. It. I don't know. Not I'm not comfortable telling you how often <laughs> I wash it, Molly. But like more, I should be washing them more. Oh my god, no, same. Sometimes I just like forget, <laughs> and I and I'm like, wow, how long have these been on here? It's a pain in the neck. It's like a whole laundry load. I don't know if you have like laundry in your apartment. No, but I, I go, don't. Okay, I go to the ladies downstairs. So when I wash my sheets, I'm like, I better have other clothes that I've been wearing for weeks in order to make it like an actual conceivable load. Yes, we'll see. What happens is I go to drop my laundry off because I'm too lazy to do it myself. And I drop it off. And then I realize I have so many clothes that I can't fit the sheets. So then then they have to go in the next batch. Interesting. I have mastered the perfect size laundry bag. It's actually over here. I'm going to put it to you guys on camera. This, like to the brim, fills up just like the perfect amount. And I've had this bag for so long. And they wash the bag every time. So like I'm comfortable keeping this. Mine is like three times the size of that bag. Oh, I have a lot of clothes (laughs) and a lot of things that need to be washed. But when you do, how big is like your basket for that? So I have a it's wheelie. I have the wheelie cart. Oh, wheelie. I have an old woman cart that I wheel. I got it over COVID. And okay. I don't know how I... It's one of those things where now I have it. I'm like, how did I live without this? You know? Do you, do you have laundry in your basement, though? Or you just choose to take it out? No, I don't have it in my apartment at all. How far away are your laundry ladies? Literally. Or laundry men, excuse me. Oh, no, it's, it's women. Okay. Literally <laughs> around the corner. They know me. I'm like, hey, guys, yeah, what's yeah, up? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm good business for them because I'm washing... Pounds of for sure. It's constantly. gotta be like at least one dollar and twenty cents a pound, at least. I think so. I think yeah. mine's like one ten, one twenty, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. It's, yeah. It gets expensive. Yeah, it does. So I'm there probably like eh, once every two and a half, once every three weeks. But I feel like it's a good deal. I get clean clothes, they fold it, I'm happy. Honestly, the folding and them doing it just like takes a weight off and I don't know why. Well, I think like because you can grab five shirts and just shove them into your drawer. That's at least what I do. And also just like the act of doing laundry to me is tedious. Sometimes it's tough. People find meditation in doing laundry. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, and I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah, like my grandma like loves doing laundry well, apparently, house, which is though? crazy. It is in her house, but like when she goes to my mom's house, like she'll just be doing laundry and asking people if they want laundry done, which I find odd. But helpful. I don't mind. It's all good. That is fascinating. Yeah. I, laundry's like, actually, I think I hate all chores, but laundry is like one of the top chores I hate. <laughs> all right. So let's start from the, let's start from the top now that yes, we got yes, down yes, our yes, hygiene. Yes, yes. You grew up in New York. Yes. I didn't know that. Where'd you go to high school? Okay. So, okay. When I say grew up in New York, yes. I, grew, I lived in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn till I was nine. So it's like Berkeley Carroll. What's Berkeley? Oh, that's a school in Brooklyn, no? I don't know. Continue. Oh, you continue. know what? Maybe it is. Honestly, I don't remember my youth. Um, I was nine, and I moved to, like, Poughkeepsie-ish. And then I lived there for, like, a few years, and then I ended up going to high school in Mayapak, which is, like, Westchester-y. But, so Mayapak High School is where I went. And then you went to college. And back, I went back to Poughkeepsie for college. I went to Vassar. Oh, nice. And then post-college, I moved so how was going to Vassar? It used to be an all-women's school, yeah. correct? So now it's... Well, when I was there, it was 60-40 women, men. 
Oh, so that must have been like right around the time they were trying to make it 50-50, right? Yeah, because then the years like as I went through, the un- this grades under me would do were doing like so many more like sports recruitment, even though our sports teams were terrible, but they were trying to get those men in there. Was there a reason specifically you went to Vassar besides the fact that it was a great small liberal arts school in New York? Yeah, it was really because um, I got a lot of financial aid. That's really the main reason oh, I went. And great. I visited and I was like, I'll do it. Amazing. And it was close to my home and it wasn't like, I don't know, I feel like I'm glad I didn't go to a big school because I feel like I would have gotten lost. Where'd you go? I went to University of Connecticut, a big public school in Connecticut. So I went there to play tennis. I got recruited to play tennis, played on the tennis team for two and a half years there. And then in like the year and a half after the tennis team, I decided to write a movie script about like Ryan Leaf, who's an NFL player. I don't know if you've ever heard uh-huh. of him. Uh, but the tennis team, it took up a lot of time. And then also being at a big school like that, I have like a handful of people that I even knew while I was at school. And there were just people that I saw. I remember like now in comedy, like if I see someone like more than three or four times and like we haven't said, hey, like I'll go ahead and say, hey, like we can break the ice at that point. But at okay. college, if you walk by somebody like five or six times, you can't say hi. Yeah. Like you've already you've already ruined it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've, so I've, be, I've become better at saying hi after the third or fourth time when I'm like, all right, I might as well just say hi to this person. But at college, I, I felt like a small fish in a big pond. And also being like on the tennis team at a school where the sports programs were so good. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like UConn. Okay, oh, so, UConn. Yes, yeah, I yeah. am. So UConn basketball, insane. So our, okay. my freshman year and my senior year, we won the basketball championships in men's. And then while I was there, the women at that time had like a 95 game winning streak. So, like, the amount of money that was brought in from those sports teams was so great to have, like, schools, I mean, teams such as, like, the women's rowing or men's tennis that didn't bring in any money. Like, we were able to have a sports team because those teams brought in so much money from Nike, from TV deals, from pulling all over the place. So, like, in going to UConn, I was thinking about, you know, potentially going to, like, a small liberal arts school such as, like, a Vassar, whatever, uh, Colgate, Millbury, small schools like that, but... I just wanted the notoriety behind the sports program and like the, the like having just so many teams that made it exciting to go there. So, okay, then I have two questions. One, so what happened with tennis? What happened with your tennis? I wanted to go pro when I was like 14 to 15 years old. So I was homeschooled my freshman year in high school. Really? Privately tutored. And T- then because for, of tennis. Because, because of tennis. For tennis. So I went to school or I was privately tutored from like 9 to 12 30. Um, throughout the day, like nine to twelve, nine a.m., twelve thirty p.m., and then before nine a.m., I'd play tennis for two hours, and then after that, I'd have fitness, play tennis, and then have like a bunch of um, just like tennis-oriented activities. And uh, sophomore year, I went to a performing arts high school in the city that allowed me to travel. Like if I needed to go down to Florida or Texas on a Thursday night, they'd send me the homework Friday. I'd come back, take the test Monday. So super serious in tennis. Like super got super involved. Damn. And once you go to college and you decide to play tennis in college, for the most part, that's a sport where like you kind of decide that you're not going to go pro. It's not like you go to play college tennis and then you graduate to the ATP tour, the WTA tour in tennis. In basketball, it's like that. In hockey, it's like that. In football, it's like that. You go to college and you prepare yourself for the next level. But tennis, there's just so many opportunities to play that Uh once you go to college, you kind of decide that you're not going to play pro. Oh, interesting. So you went to play tennis there, but you knew you weren't going to be pro. At that that time. By the time that I was like 17 and like turning 18 years old, I knew that like, I don't want to say that I... 
I don't want to make any excuses and say that I started too late, but tennis is a game where kids start when they're like five and six years old. Their parents are on the court tossing them balls. You know, parents who are tennis coaches and stuff, they're with their kids one-on-one. And I don't think I started at a point where, like, I had hit um, 10,000 tennis balls by the time I was 10 years old, which a lot of kids have. So I started like a little bit of a step, step or two later. And when I got involved in tennis, it was like, okay, I want to play tennis or baseball. And I chose tennis just because I could not stand kids like making any mistakes, like in baseball, kids missing pop flies. Oh yeah, because you're not in control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I really wanted to be in control and transferring over to tennis. I really learned a lot just about like mental toughness and stuff just because like I had such a bad attitude on the court for the most part and I didn't really take it as seriously as I should have as serious as like the amount of hours that I was playing so I learned a lot about tennis and like trying to handle my emotions and such that is interesting you know I never played sports but people are always like all my, my friends who have played sports say that they think like sports were such a like an early way of therapy almost yeah, for them and I was like totally. I'm like wow hard cannot relate um, <laughs> well it's like the teamwork the kind of just keeping yourself even keeled sharing um not and reacting in a negative way keeps trying to keep your like mental state level i think that's like a main thing about I, sports i think that actually would have helped me if i had done sports you know i think my I mean? parents didn't want to force me to do anything so a lot of times i would just do nothing and then i think it was like so bad for my like brain what kind of stuff were you doing in like middle school and early high school i just really like studied all the time okay i was like i want to just get good grades but was that fun for you no so what do you think your mindset kind of was? I think it, you know what, now that I look back on it, not to be like too too deep about it, mm-hmm. but I think early, so my parents are both, were, well, we're both comics. That's how they met. I don't know if you oh, know Oh, love that. that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So they met at the comic strip, Young Love. Um, That's great. Isn't that funny? Yes. So they were both doing that. And then, so they're both. My dad stopped like when I was young and my mom still like does stuff on like the road and we'll go out together. Um, But I think when I was younger, like those are performers, like we have very big personalities. So I think when you're a kid and those are your parents' personalities, there's kind of like no room to breathe almost. How do you mean? What does that mean? Like there's just so they both take up a lot of energy in the room and like when I think when there's that level, then you kind of, there has to be a, like with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Like, I think when you come in with that energy, my energy was sort of like, okay, I'm going to, and I was smart. So I was like, oh, I'm the smart, quiet girl. That was like my whole thing. And then when I was like, well, that's who I am. So now I can't slip. So then it became more about like, I have to continue to do well, because if I don't do well, like, who am I? You're going to like slip into the shadows or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So your parents were living in the city at the time when they met? Uh, yeah, they were both living in the city. And then they met at the comic strip. And then I guess, you know, dated, got married. Oh. And they were continuing comedy when they lived in other parts of New York as well? Like when you went to Poughkeepsie? How no, did that work? so like, well, my mom was doing like road work and stuff and like radio work. So she was still like kind of comedy adjacent. But my dad had quit by that point. And you were saying you go on tour with your mom now? Okay, well, like, tour. It's not like she's, like, selling out stadiums. But, like, she'll be like, I have a gig at this club in, like, New Jersey. Do you want to come? And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll, like, so do you find it. yourself in the same lineup sometimes as your mom? No, because she's not really, like, now it's her main job is, like, um, antiques. <laughs> she sells antiques. 
And so she, her, like, it's so weird because now it's like there's a whole old guard of, like, comedians. And that's, like, where she is. So she doesn't, like, know anyone in New York, really. Like, she doesn't come down to the city and do shows. It's, like, on the weekends she'll do, like, weekend spots around the Northeast. But she doesn't, like, do clubs in the city anymore. So we're never, like, on the same show like that. Uh-huh. Did you move to New York right after you graduated Vassar and kind of knew you were going to do stand-up comedy? No, I didn't want to do it at all. I found it obnoxious. Wow, <laughs> really? Yeah. Even at, like, the latter parts of your Vassar life? Yeah, Vassar, I just was, like... I think then I was, like, funny, like, amongst my friends, but I didn't have, like, confidence that I was funny-funny. I wanted to, like, go into banking and, like, make money. (laughs) (laughs) Who was I? (laughs) And then I graduated, and I was just, like, honestly kind of bored. What happened after you graduated, though? Did you move back home? No, I moved... A couple of my friends from college, like, we all moved together to New York, to the Upper East Side, and then I was, like, in insurance and... Just like pretty when did you get the bug you were like oh insurance is definitely not for me well okay so actually this is like kind of a two minute long story love it we okay. got time <laughs> okay so first and foremost i was realizing like that my whole like life seemed to be go to this job that i didn't find interesting and then also like on the weekends go out and try to like get married i don't know why i thought like the end all be all it was like to get married i think i just was- you know what but i feel like this is a lot of people like our age i guess we're kind of thinking that back like a few i was years like ago. okay like every week i went to this boring job and then on the weekends i went out like, to bars with my husband friends. were yeah. you like on the apps at the yeah. time and so it'd be like oh during the week it's just like i'd go out on dates and then go to this job that i didn't find very interesting and i was like is this and then wait I, but like isn't that kind of what everybody does I, the see, like, I guess it is and the only people <laughs> i hung out with were like my like th- three friends uh-huh. from college and i was like all is, girls uh two like it was like there's four of us so it's like two two other girls me and then our friend who's a gay man okay so it's like, and then sometimes we'd go to like gay bars, which is fun, but I'd always be like, well, I'm not going to meet my husband here. Like I was, I was sort of got to existential point. I was like, what's the point of all this? Like, what are we doing? I have this bit on stage where I, I don't want to give up too much of it, but whatever. No, here no, we do go. just a little. Do so little. I just like matching with somebody on Hinge. I'll either imagine my life with them before we talk. Oh, of course. Or I'll send the text, the hi with four eyes. They'll respond. And then I'm like, why did they respond? She's not the one for me. Just like <laughs> something dumb like that. We're just like, we have so many options when we're swiping. I kind of miss the, or I don't know what the old days are like, but when my grandma and grandpa are married for freaking 68 years, like, is that ever going to happen again? I know. I know. It's like, there's almost too many options. Definitely. You know? And I'm like, ugh, I don't and know. And even if there aren't, you just find yourself downloading another app. And oh then my you God, get an extra and then few like, swipes. And whatever. then I start talking to someone and I'm like, do I hate this person I've never met? Like, they haven't done anything to me. But I'm just like, I think I hate you. So, you, so you're going on a lot of dates? Going on a lot of dates with people I didn't, wasn't even remotely attracted to. Then, plot twist, my apartment burned down. <laughs> my, Your personal apartment uh-huh. or the building burned down? Like, the building was that there was a huge fire in the building. Oh my gosh. Was this one of the buildings that was like on New York one, like East fourth street. I building. think there was a, it, it was, I, I don't remember. Your this. apartment burned down. Yeah. So there were, who there left was, the stove on? Sorry. Go no, ahead. no, it was, you know, someone fell asleep on the second floor smoking a cigarette and the whole apartment went up. Mother effort. Isn't and I bet crazy? it was like an older person. Too. It was. And she was like a hoarder too. So, you know, like that, that apartment, everything caught up immediately. Oh, I bet. So wow. everyone was fine except for, I think, Oh, what time did it happen, by the way? Oh, like 5 a.m. I was like, so you, you were out fucking studying. shitting me. Right. 
No, I was just up like about ready to go to work. Oh. And I was like, well, I guess this is where we die. Because, oh, because we opened the front door and because we heard the fo- smoke alarm, we opened the front door and there was like black smoke. And I was like, well, this is it. And my friends were like, we're going to go out the fire escape. And I, I like shut down in a tried, like an emergency. Are Third. It was fine. But, like, so we were fine, but the, they were like, this apartment is, what's the word? Like, burning. Not, but like, <laughs> when they put the fire out, it was, um, well, you know, you can't Steve, live there anymore. Yeah. Whatever the word is, okay. like they had it just this uh, the um, I guess the stature of the like building. Half was the apartment had like c- crumpled and fallen. Like oh things my were destroyed. Gosh. Like this our apartment three bedroom? wasn't destroyed. It was a it was barely a three bedroom. I had like a, it was like little, a wall. But our, yeah, I had a twin bed in a room with like a pole in the middle of the room. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so we like our stuff wasn't all ruined, thank God. But um, we couldn't live there. So, and the three of us, like, I'm, my parents, again, live, like, West, my mom lives, like, Westchester-y. And so, we, but my other friend, one's from, like, Pennsylvania, and one's from, like, the Midwest. So, we needed a new apartment, like, as soon as possible. And I was like, I've heard great things about Astoria. Oh, cool. We went there. Where we, was it? Sorry, where was this apartment? That on the Upper East Side. So, I also, like, hated it because it was so small. So we found this apartment, huge, with outdoor space and, like, bigger rooms for all of us. And so we, like, found an apartment within a week, got approved. We're, like, moving in. Because, and we were, like, thank God. So I was, like, Astoria, a new beginning. And at this point, I had been, I had been, like, kind of, like, doing bits at bars because I was so bored. You, like, doing bar shows? No. Like, I, when I was at a bar talking to people, I could feel myself doing, like, like doing more like bits than just talking to them. Does that make sense? Well, were you trying the same kind of bits multiple times, meaning? No, but I'd be like, instead of just like flirting with a guy, I'd like do a routine on him. Like I could feel myself like trying to like be like, oh, and then uh, I don't know. It was like, it was like, I could just see myself and then I'd be like thinking about it in like a joke way instead of like a talking to a person way. So that was ha- then I was like, oh, Queens, new beginning. I'm going to become, I have no friends other than like my three friends. And again, I'm still not married. What's that about? <laughs> so I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become one of those yoga girls. I feel like the yoga girls are always like going out and getting married. So I went to this yoga class and I ran into this randomly, this girl from my high school. And she was like, hey, what are you doing here? And I was like, what are you doing here? And she was like, look, I met this other girl. We're going to like get drinks because we both just moved here and we should like all hang out and like be friends. And I was like, okay. So the three of us get drinks and the girl, not the girl from my high school, but the other girl that we had picked up in this yoga class brought her roommate and her roommate was like so funny and cool. And we started, and they lived like down the street from me. And then she and I started talking about how we were both like she wanted to do comedy, and I was like, I've been thinking about it. My parents did it, and then we started, like, going to open mics together. So this all started from your house burning yeah, down on the Upper East Side. If, I mean, I, prob- I probably would have gotten into it eventually, but the way it happened where I met this girl who, to this day, is one of my really good friends, and we, like, we were, like, comedy partners for years. Like, we had a podcast. Like, nice. she was, like... Does she just still do comedy? No, she doesn't really. Um, but, like we like started together and I think if I had been alone it would have taken me so much because we just like we'd text each other like what's our mic night gonna be and we'd like go and then like just support each other so two questions how old were you when the house burned down I think I was like 20 I graduated college so I was probably like 22 and then what season was it it was like summer no it was spring and then I think I started comedy like maybe like we start we would do it like june through october like very sporadically but like finding our footing and then by the time that like october hit i was kind of doing it regularly 
Huh. And then just from that point forward, you just got more and more into it and yeah. were just doing more gigs? Yeah. And then I kind of just like kept rolling on through. Wow. So what was that moment where you were like, okay, I really want to do this full time? Because I'm sure like the first few mics or so, like every comic, you know, gets a little bit nervous. Yes. And I will say like, not to, not to be political, but I am a woman. And I got to say like, (laughs) there was this whole energy because I started in like, I remember Laughing Buddha, like Climate Lounge. Seventh Street. Yeah. So I started there and like, I'm like 22 or 23, whatever. I wander around in like crop tops and like booty shorts I like didn't recognize and like now it's coming back where you can kind of like do do that again but for that time like people saw me and my friend and were just like these are two like dumb little girls who aren't gonna stick around so like there was all this like needing to prove yourself type shit to like the male comics that had been in the business for a while and even like some of the women and I was just like this sucks like you guys are like kind of mean um, but again, I think a part of me also wanted to do comedy because I was like, I probably could find a boyfriend here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you ever find one then at, in comedy oh my God, or whatever? Yes, I've had two comedy boyfriends. Thank you. And now I will never date a comic again. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, well, I don't, hate to say the phrase, but you don't, you don't shit where you eat as they say, you right? Do, You've well, heard that phrase. Yes. And I will say, um, I think more than that, it's not like because I'd have to run into them that that was kind of annoying that one of them I'm friends with. It's more just like, again, like what I think what I was saying with my parents is like the energy of two people who need that much like attention is not going to pan out for me at least. It's like I can't like pull back so someone else can be bigger. So do you pay attention to Zodiac signs? Yes. Because maybe it would work. If two Wait, what's comedians your sign? Would work. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, so two signs maybe would work based on the zodiac signs, even if they're both like, oh, I'm funny, I'm funny too. Scorpios, I hear, are unhinged. Yeah, I guess, Wait. but I can be hinged. I can act like I'm hinged. Oh yeah, no, same. My no, mom's a Scorpio. But I'm likely hinged. She's crazy. Unhinged, yes. Um, what 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 month Scorpio are you? November thirteenth. Oh yeah, okay, so like Oh my god, oh my gosh, you're only slightly older than me. Okay. Yes. So yeah, that's what my mom is like. And And also, I remember my second question, even though I did ask two questions about it. Did you get any sort of compensation for your house burning down? Did you have renter's insurance also? No, we didn't. But we didn't really lose anything serious. We we had to leave the couch. Like, because our... So, this apartment was three columns. The middle column is where, like, the fire went up. So, it was like the living room was the middle? No, no, no. I mean, like, the apartments... It was kind of like there were three areas of apartments. Like, you know when you walk into an apartment building, like, you are on this one and the guy across and then... So, like... The apartment at the at like in the stairwell, that column of apartments, like that was, like line, of that apartments? line okay. was destroyed because okay. that's where the fire was. Then the like the building, the apartment across from ours, that whole line of apartments also destroyed, and my line of apartments, f- fine, okay. like covered in glass and water and shit, and, like smoke damage. Like we had to leave our couch, we left our beds, um, we left like. Well, our bed frames and like our match. I think actually we all got new mattresses because it stunk. But you got no form of compensation from the landlord. They back paid. They gave us our rent for that month back, but they like backdated it. What date did it happen? It happened like April 5th. It's like, bitch, just give me my rent back. (laughs) (laughs) Those free four nights were on us before the freaking forest fire. I was like, what? 
so annoying. So you didn't have renter's insurance? No, but now I always do. Yes, renter's insurance has been a big conversation here just because I had to pay $300 last year and I paid like $300 this year and I'm still freaking pissed. But then again, if a fire came in here and freaking took out these electronics, Wait, who's your, why do you have to pay so much renter's insurance? Oh, because you have so much crap. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like don't really own anything of value. So my renter's insurance isn't bad. (laughs) I have like a computer. Well, then also maybe you probably split it between your other two roommates. I think no, they well, put now that I live into... alone and mine isn't oh, that expensive. Interesting. Who's your provider? We'll chat okay, later. Yeah, I know. We need to talk about that. <laughs> maybe it wasn't that much. Maybe I'm being dramatic. But it was a lot. I was annoyed when I had to do it. I was like, do I really need <laughs> I also, I would do mine in installments every month. Oh, okay. So that made like it put seem... put on layaway. Right. I made it, it made it seem less You're like, damaging. it's only $50 a month. Yeah, what? exactly. And then at the end of the night, yeah, I love doing, I'll do shit like that all the time. I'm like, this coffee's only $4 a day for a coffee. Not bad. You know, it but you know what? It saves, it, it saves. I'm the same whatever. with Ubers, an Uber under $10. Oh my good luck finding one these days. Oh my God. Well, you know, Uber share, Uber pools back. Oh, to be honest, I never was an Uber pool guy. Ugh. If I was going to Uber pool, I might as well. I would walk or take the subway. Uber I just cannot pool. deal with somebody breathing I, loud next I to me. I used to thrive in Uber pool. Really? Oh well, my God. What, what was yeah. that other? They had another app where it was like $5 anywhere in the city. Via. Via. What happened to Via? They like picked you up in a random ass truck. Yeah. Though. yeah like, it was sketch. Oh, they probably had a few lawsuits. That's and then, why. yeah, and then there was always like that one was for some reason weirder than Uber pool. And I don't know why. I think you got, I got sketchier people. But no joke, they'd go from like 125th to 14th Street and it was only $5. Yeah, it was but you'd wild. you pick up like five people. Yeah, exactly. You'd be, that cr- car would be crammed full of people yeah. by the end of it. And I'm always like, uh. <laughs> Uber's under $10 from the Uber pool. Is that what you were referring yeah, to? Yeah, I would get Uber pools like nine bucks all the time back in the day. Not bad. Now, though, it is hard. But now even an Uber $20, I'm like, yeah, I try not to Uber Eats so much because you cannot find it under $25 these days for lunch. I remember you used to be able to get it for $17, $18 when it was just like 5 or $6 more than walking, you know, you 10 Uber blocks. Eats over Seamless? Yeah. I feel like Seamless is so much cheaper, no? Maybe. But I guess that maybe there aren't as many options. Kind of, yeah. And I'll like look at my rewards or maybe on a certain app, it's like a little bit less money, which I find weird. Just like the menu items sometimes are cheaper on a Seamless or on an Uber Eats than it is in actual person or on the other app, which is weird. I don't know why they do that. Being in New York City, you got to find so many ways to save comedy, money. doing comedy, like you, you lo- I feel like I lose more money than I make. Well, I guess it depends. If you're going to like a free show... Uh, at Westside Comedy Club, and then you're going to a place like Tiny Cupboard. It's a long journey, and then and like, then you have to like Uber, and, and Ubers are like fifty bucks. And then like sometimes I'm out, and it's like I don't, I'm not gonna pack a whole dinner for myself if I'm gonna be out all day. Well, Molly, to be honest, like I won't even if I have to do that and like pay fifty dollars in Uber, I just probably wouldn't do it. To be honest, I would just do a set in my mirror at that point. Oh, you wouldn't jump from show to show. I mean, taking an Uber that much, I don't think I would. Interesting. If it really like stressed me out to get there too, I don't think I would. Maybe I just have to not do that. <laughs> no, but I, re- I mean, I respect the hustle, obviously. I know, but sometimes it's just like, why am I running around to th- three different boroughs in one night? Like, there's no need for this, yeah, really. sometimes it feels tough. And also, I mean, New York is really the only place in the whole, I don't know, I, I don't know about the whole world, the whole country, you can do that on a comedy night. You know, like you're in LA, you do oh, one show and like, that's it, for I sure. I know, and you know what? And I like have, doing multiple shows because sometimes you bomb the first one. Yeah, exactly. And then you, I'm just like, oh, I just needed to warm up a little bit. From my so where's been your favorite place to do shows now in the city now that you've been doing it for a long time okay so i see you in new york comedy club all the time i love new york comedy club they always have so many people and the people are like happy to be alive i'm shocked i'm like why are you guys so 
excited. Also, I feel like that room in Midtown is like good for acoustics. So maybe it feels like they're happier than they maybe. are. Maybe. I mean, I honestly <laughs> like the other one better. The East Village one? Yeah. The okay. way it's set out, I, I feel like I have more what more room to move around and everyone there is in college and like college kids think I'm like hysterical love that older people are sometimes like what is happening do you, <laughs> do you, you know? find that it's probably just the area East Village a lot of college you know, kids down yeah, there I think they're all like 20 years old right so you still live in Astoria yeah do you do a lot of comedy in Astoria or you find yourself on the train all the time I know I'm always on the train but I do do like um, I like QED a lot okay um and I haven't done that like Grove Thirty Four place of you. Okay, no, I've heard of it. Yeah, me too, but I haven't gone yet, and I don't really. And I think that's like there's not a lot in Astoria. Yeah, a lot of comedy people though. Exactly. In so that's actually good because then I'll see them out, and we'll, we'll always like split Ubers home. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. way to do it, especially since like Astoria is far. Well, depending on where you live. Yeah. No, I don't live. I mean, it's far to get to like Brooklyn, but if I'm going to like lower like. Midtown or the Lower East Side is like not bad. It's not that bad. So I used to, when I was training, when I was homeschooled, I used to run in Astoria Park on that track. Wait, where are you from? So you're from what? I'm from Manhattan. I'm from New York. So I moved to Manhattan when I was six weeks old. I lived in New Brunswick and then my mom had a job at an ad agency and my dad worked at like some finance place in the city. So I grew up here fully and then went to Connecticut and then now I'm back. And I cannot be anywhere else. Like, I was in L.A. for six days. These guys know. I was in L.A. for six days, uh, like, almost two months ago. And I was just ready to come home by, like, day five. It was just too slow. I haven't been. And I don't think it's my vibe from what I've heard. Do you do a lot of driving at home, though? Like, upstate? um, Sometimes when I'm there. I mean, I like to drive. I do not like being stuck in traffic, though. And I could never drive Ah, here because it's too hectic. Like, I would fuck up. Like, I'm not a good driver. But, like, in fucking Westchester, no one fucking is looking at me. I'm, I can, like, make as many... I'm, it's not, like, dangerous to be, like, the worst <laughs> driver. Here, I would die. But also, L.A., I'm just, like... I also don't like when they're... I like seasons. Mm-hmm. Also, I just... Yeah, I, I'm bummed that you have to drive everywhere. And it you, really is. Like, when I went out there the first time, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll just Uber everywhere. But I'm so happy that, like, we rented a car. Otherwise, it would have been a nightmare. Yeah, I, my friend went and she was like, I'm so stupid. Or no, she wasn't like, I'm so stupid. But she was like, I didn't realize, like I booked multiple shows a night. And when I told people I was doing multiple shows a night, they were like, you, you're not going to make it. Like you can't just drive around LA. Like, cause I, cause again, like it's annoying, but I can go from like Queens to Brooklyn to the East Village all in one night, like within within the same like two hour. And you know how long it's going to take. You know, yeah, like your exactly. phone will tell you. Like when I went from Hollywood to go to a show in North Hollywood, it said on my phone and it said days before it was going to take 20 minutes. When I en- ended up actually going, it took an hour, like out of nowhere. Like the whole time it said 20 minutes. Even as soon as we got in the car, it just said 20 minutes the entire time until it was an hour. I was like, does Waze not work out in California? I love being in New York just because, like you said, you know how long it's going to take. Either you walk and it says a certain amount of time or you take the train, which is very reliable yes. now more so than ever. Then, like, you know when you're going to get there. Yeah, I just, like, I like that. And then and then you can just, like, go on and, like, you know, live. And then I still, like, can go do things also afterwards. I feel like if you're driving to a gig, then it's, like, do you just, like, do you just stay at that club and, like, then hang and there. hang and not go do anything else or, like. That sounds boring. Are you traveling at all this summer? 
comedy wise or just fun wise? Um, I went like for like a long weekend last weekend, but I I kind of think I should maybe go somewhere. I do want to go to LA because one of my oh Janelle, yes, she just like, moved officially Draper. out there. Uh, where was she before Chicago? Um, no, she so she was in New York, and then during the pandemic, she kind of was in Boston, and then oh, right. going to LA a lot, and then she was like went to LA full time. So that's like she didn't think she didn't like, did she have the kind of decision between New York and LA or she like for the most part wanted to be in LA? I think it was like, I think New York, she wasn't even thinking about as much because she was spending so much time in LA and Boston. And then she like, I think LA she thought was like the right next step for her. But, um, so now I was like, can I come visit you? <laughs> Cause I've never been. And I want to see like, and I do want to see the comedy out there. So yeah, um, and I and also I haven't seen her now. I like because she used to live like down the street for me. Oh, here in New like, York, pre-pandemic, we both lived in Astoria, so we'd like do stuff together. Oh, I didn't know that together. she. Had, I didn't know that she had ever uh, lived in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like I don't see her as much. So I was like, maybe I'll just come hang. Yeah, you should. I mean, LA definitely is a good place to visit. For me personally, I don't know if I would want to live there. I just think it's too slow. I just think at some point I'm just like, all right, I want to go and do the next activity. But sometimes it, the next activity is 40 minutes away. When in New York, if the next activity is like four hours, I mean, 40 minutes away, um, it's usually pretty far. You know, you'd be going from like the Lower East Side to Harlem yeah. or something like yeah, that yeah, on yeah. the train, which is a, an enormous distance in New York. Yeah. But for some reason, it doesn't seem as bad as like being stuck in a car. I don't know why. Like, or not like being in an Uber is different, but like, yeah, being in an Uber is different just because like you have access to your phone, whatever. You don't have to pay attention to the road. Driving in a car is so stressful sometimes. Interesting. People sometimes find it peaceful. Those are like the LA people that I think find it peaceful. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't think so. I mean, if it's like, if I'm not in a rush to get anywhere, sure. If I'm just like out running my errands, but if I'm like trying to get somewhere and I'm like, like, let's go pick up the pace. It's too much. It's too much. I don't think I have the right mentality for that. Any comedy gigs in New York that you're looking forward to this summer or maybe in the fall? And like around the city. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I think I got some, some stuff a brewing. What do I have though? The real question. (laughs) All right. Well, how much time are you comfortable with on stage now? I'll ask that. I ask that every comment. Oh, I can do like probably like, comfortable like 30 okay but i mean isn't all great it depends on where i am though sometimes i'll like kill with my 30 and sometimes it's like wow it's like pulling teeth you guys are not picking up on the vibe you know how much time do you have i'd say probably around the same time maybe like 25 where i'd be comfortable i can do 30 but i think it'd be like a lot of crowd work maybe stuff that like i'm not so comfortable with like not my a stuff uh, but like in terms of recording a 30 minute set, I'd say that it would potentially come within like the next one or two months where I'd be comfortable doing it. Do you have like a certain, um, mind frame on like when you'd like to record something like that? Oh my God. Or, like no. an album or whatever. I never think about that. I probably should. No, me too. I don't think, I mean with nowadays with all the avenues of ways that you can put your content out there, I don't know. Maybe it's not so necessary to put like one chunk online yeah, or something I just, like that. I'm like, I'm like, I, I mean, I don't have like representation or anything. Do you? Not at the moment. No. Yeah. So I'm like, how, should I be trying to get representation so I can get on TV or should I just be like doing my own thing and seeing what comes to me? That's the question that I think a lot of comics are asking themselves, whether they're trying to get the Netflix special, the Hulu, the Amazon prime, or just taking 
their talents or whatever to YouTube and yeah, just putting it out there and see what they could get, you know, just on just on their own. Because, like, yeah, because I think someone was recently telling me that, like, some of these specials that are on Netflix are like it's like it's on Netflix, but it doesn't get a ton of views. So it's like, I mean, that's still it's cool, but it's like. Well, you get a you get a paycheck and like it's you're for sure going to get paid, which is nice. Yeah. But then again, if you were to put it on YouTube and then it goes insanely viral, whatever, you get 10 million views. You wouldn't have otherwise thought that it was going to get that many hits or whatever. And you have more access to people all over the country. You know, like if you just are putting it on Netflix and Netflix, excuse me, puts it in like the back of their search system, whatever. Right. Then, then it's that's like different. So I think we're at a time where people are kind of trying to feel it out. Whereas um, back in the day or whatever, it would just be like, okay, you release your hour, half hour on Comedy Central, and then that was it. People never really put it on YouTube on their own channel. Yeah, and that yeah, and there's just like so much also just like happening all the time, and I can't keep up with like what pe- what uh, all the options are. Or sometimes when people get things, I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> like I don't even know what it is. Did your mom or dad ever release a special? No. So that's the thing is like they also have like such a no offense antiquated way of looking at like comedy and how to get ahead, even though neither of them are like, uh, like would consider themselves like successful. I mean, like, I guess it depends on your definition of success. Mm -hmm. But my mom will sometimes like give me advice and I'm like, I don't think you know what the industry looks like these days. Like she'll be like, well, when you get your five minutes, then you get on TV, then you get a manager and then like that that's then it's like you're set and i'm like i don't it's not really like that anymore i don't think i mean like i think to get on tv you need a manager but maybe i'm wrong but it seems like people just like get things randomly or like you kind of put in a lot of effort to like build your own brand now sort of and get yourself out there versus waiting for someone to like come to you totally and it kind of just feels like the most successful new york comics now are doing 15 minute sets at all the hottest clubs in the city. And then maybe they're going on tour, doing their hour or putting their own hour on YouTube, something like that. But there's definitely so many ways that people are trying to get discovered and finding new ways to make money in the comedy industry, whether that's through stand up, improv, acting, whatever it is. Yeah. There's just like so many options and social media is really just like transform the game. I don't really understand it, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. What app is your favorite? Instagram. Instagram actually, knock on whatever, this couch. The couch. <laughs> um, the Instagram reels have, like, made my, um, like, have had the greatest impact on, like, m- increasing my followers and anything like that. So I just had my first, like, really viral Instagram, Instagram reel. We're at, like, 8 million views now. And then, like, everything 8 else. Million? Yeah, and then everything else around it is, like, starting to go up. So it's crazy. And, like, my phone hasn't stopped freaking doing the likes for, like, five days oh my god yeah you're gonna get so many more followers too yeah here i want to show you so it show just, me. It just yeah. literally it keeps looking like yeah. look just like what was won't, the vid? Was won't it a vid? stop it was a vid that like okay so that's what i'm at what am i 661,790 likes oh my god okay so it's this guy i asked him michael jordan or lebron james who do you got then mike tyson he's the best athlete of all time no <laughs> yeah, and then, so it was a, it was a, it was a video that got um, silenced on TikTok, but now it's blowing up eight million views on Instagram. Oh my god, that so is! I'm fired up about it. Why? It's that cool. is so cool. But now I'm like, wait, it's annoying. Now I can't do anything. You know, like if anyone follows me, I can't see. If anyone likes my stuff, I can't see it. Oh my god, yeah, I like I, <laughs> which I guess is a good problem to have. No, it's I like well, so I had one that didn't do that well, but did like 
It's at like oh, it's at like I think almost two million views uh-huh. or something, and it just like also people like really my favorite thing is like they will um just like shit on it in the comments. It's a stand up bit that you've done. Yeah, but I mean, people just like oh my god, especially with stand up clips, people oh, are and fucking like, mean. And especially this with, isn't funny, or are they with, like, oh, she's a woman. Uh, the amount of <laughs> women aren't funny. This real, this view has got, and but like, I don't think they Ooh, realize like, that the more they engage with it, the more. Oh yeah, it's better. The more arguments in the comments, yeah, it's just better. So I for have everyone. people like defending me to the death, and I have like people just she's funny. I've seen her live. People telling me they oh, hate your, my your voice. reels have. Oh my gosh, your reels have so many views. I love how it's all at the same club. For the most part, yeah. Well, because you know what's good about it is when you there, you tag them in it, and it's a collaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then yeah. more people see it. So, so the I, one you're referring to is that's a two million dollar one. I mean, two million view one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good here. I do. Wait, it's a good. It's a good quality all, I like tape. To have sex in public. I'm like, oh, like where? He's like isolated woods. I'm like, well, that is actually the opposite. Of public. I do say like a lot in the bit. You're I will in the say woods that. Alone. That's. And I'm like, okay, what else? He's like, socks. Oh. <laughs> I was like, socks? He's like, yeah, like, when girls wear socks when we have sex. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't think these are fetishes. I think these are just things that happened to you. Ah, I love <laughs> that. It's, it's, it's cute. I, That's great. So wait, what do you do with your subtitles, though? You do it the automatically Instagram version? No, so what I do is I, so I get the video, and then I go to InShot the app in shot and crop it so you like zoomed in yes then i just used caption what's that a, a service yeah it's just an app i think you have to pay but i think it's like i don't know if it's a monthly pay i think it's like however many certain videos you 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 pay and then it just does the words for me and i can edit them so instagram reels for everybody who's listening yes, i yes, think yes. is now that we've both discussed is the best way to increase your following it really is I other think. than that like i had not really started using reels until like five or six months ago and i was just posting my vlogs and all my videos on my actual like feed people don't really i feel like know sometimes the tricks of the trade of instagram yeah stuff like i mean that. well someone else told me also with these reels with these stand-up reels is that you're not supposed to if to help viewership and i don't know if this is true curse no you're not supposed to keep them on your main page as well you're only supposed to keep them in your real section apparently that helps it like do better as a reel I have no idea if that's true. Interesting. So you potentially have to hide it from your main page. Yes. The, that sounds uh, weird, though. I know. The other thing I hear is that it's better for the algorithm if if you have captions on it that the still doesn't have captions. So, like, if my if I have a like thing that says captions, the 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 picture that's representing it shouldn't have those words on it. It should be a clear image. The, but the picture should be, shouldn't it be like a title or something on it? So I think a title is different than a caption. You know, I don't know. I heard this from one man. Maybe he wasn't not right. <laughs> Maybe none of this is well, right. Well, you have a lot of views, so tell the people. I mean, I also do a lot of hashtags. Interesting. I do all the like funny women, stand up, women in comedy, all that shit. I wonder if that really helps. You said I think you it think really that? does because I also used to like remember I think this still happens but it was like bigger li- earlier like when tweets were really big on like you'd take a picture of your tweet and you'd put it up which still people do but I had like no followers like several months ago and I started doing that with like my tweets and hashtagging them and then I started getting a lot of views on my tweet things and I was like why are people looking at this? 
but it's because I think that people like will look up like funny. They're like following the hashtag like funny women. <laughs> do you do YouTube shorts? No, I don't know how to work YouTube. Okay, so what you have it? to. You have to. You have to. Okay, okay. So you have a YouTube account, correct? Yeah. YouTube Shorts is just basically you go to the app uh-huh. and it works kind of like Instagram. They have like the little square at the bottom or the little ad at the bottom. Uh huh. That you just press this. Uh huh. And now it'll be like create short and then it'll be 15 seconds or you can change it to a minute depending on each one. You hashtag it a little bit. But I have found that like my YouTube Shorts. Uh, bring in YouTube subscribers and YouTube, and YouTube is like tough to get a lot of subscribers from just because like people have to be watching I don't know your full video but like when you're putting out like when I'm putting up like this podcast or I'm putting up vlogs that are 10 minutes plus a lot of the shorts from like my stand-up clips or clips from the vlog do well in the thousands and then bring me subscribers in that way interesting yeah I see I'm just never from what I've I'm never on YouTube I should get involved yeah, you should, especially like those stand-up clips that are going viral on Instagram. No reason that they wouldn't go viral on YouTube shorts. So what I do, um, Sean Millay, actually, have you, do you know Sean? Mm. So Sean's a comic. He works at 1.37 p.m., which is Gary V's brand. You know Gary V? <laughs> I thought you said he works like that's the time he gets started working at 1.37 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I admire him. He starts at 1.37 p.m. I was like, I mean, good for and him. just never goes to sleep. <laughs> so he works at Gary V's company, and Gary V has been like a big social media and posting and posting and posting mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm. for forever. So Sean told me that any post I really have that's within the 60-minute frame, put it on YouTube shorts, put it on TikTok, and put it on Instagram reels at the same time as like an exercise as when you do put it on Instagram reels, you also put it in shorts and you also put it in TikTok. And then one of them will just blow up on fire. Like with the vi- video that has 8 million views, I put it on TikTok, it got a thousand views and the sound got removed. I put it on YouTube shorts, it got 10,000 views. I put it on Instagram, it has 8 million views. Yeah, that's So like crazy. you never know where it's going to pop off. And that's kind of the beauty of having those three. You can put it on all three, and then one of them, hopefully, you know, one of them. Sky, sky, skyrockets to the moon. Yeah, like it's, it's all so complex. Yeah, you really just got to be in on all the freaking levels. And then dating apps, too. Ugh. Dating apps, too, I guess. Even though my Hinge profile, spoiler alert, if you saw me on Hinge, <laughs> it's just a full like advertisement of uh, the Ted Jones comedy show. I'm going to show you it. Oh, please do. Uh, my, my Hinge <laughs> has one photo of me with like a microphone, and the amount of times guys are like, I think I should I should try. Okay, so Louisa Lang came on the podcast yes, yes. and she was saying how she just like scrubbed all the stand up pictures from her dating profile. I was like, but that's not you. Well, like you meet her like, and then I it's like, have, oh my god, she does stand up. I have to include it because it's such a big part of my life. You must and like also like I will cancel. Like I'm not really free Friday and Saturday nights. That's yes. just the way it is. Like I and I don't do last minute dates where it's like, what are you doing in two hours? Bitch, yeah, yeah, not yeah. hanging out with you because one, that's rude. And Bitch, two, I'm like rude. doing comedy or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like expecting you're not doing anything. Yeah, Dick. I, I went out right, with one guy. Let me show you. And then tell me the story. Okay, yeah, so yeah. we have me and Jim Gaffigan here. Oh, And then it? look, I'm a regular at Ted Jones Comedy Show. DM me, Ted Jones. <laughs> Boom, 36-2. Boom, Ted Jones World, Ted Jones. There's my mother. Oh, that's There's really me cute. on stage. I go crazy for life. Me looking cool with a joint yep, in yep, my mouth. Yep, yep, yep. How to pronounce my name, Ted Jones. And then me there throwing out shirts. There oh, we go, yeah, Ted Jones. Tell me, show. Boom. You're, you're a performer. <laughs> and then the girls sometimes will be like, is this just an ad for your comedy show? And then if they're like, you know, if I want to talk to them, I'm like, yes. And then other times I just I let them recognize that, yes, it is an ad. What, what were you saying before? Oh, I went out with one guy. Yes. Oh, I get crazy messages too. Sometimes, like when they see the photos of me doing stand up, this one guy commented recently. He's like, "Do you ever go out with someone who doesn't like your jokes?" And I was like, "What are you trying to say?" 
You responded? <laughs> no, I didn't respond, but I was just like... I love how on these apps, we all respond in our head. We're like, you... What? I I was like, did you look me up and decided you hated it? And then Matt... Like, well, it, was so, it was so weird. But no, I went out with like one guy. Like, some guys are like, honestly, just like fucking annoying. But like, I'm like, I do comedy. <laughs> and this guy's like... they're At first, they're always like, that's so cool. And then by like the third date, like, I was like, oh, I have a show. I can't meet up on Saturday. And they were like, well, don't you ever like take a break or you're so I'm like, oh, my God, if this was you're annoying me. I told you knew this was what you were getting into. Or do you think it's them getting self-conscious? Um, well, maybe. But if, if that makes you self-conscious, then well, that's if you think you. about it. I don't mean to generalize, but like women having a career on Friday and Saturday night when most people are trying to go out doesn't happen that much. Right. Yeah, I guess especially not. in a situation where like they would expect you to take some time off. You yeah, know? yeah, I guess. I don't know. I was just like, ew, you're annoying me. But I don't mind a passion-filled, uh, driven woman. That's, that's just me, though. I don't mind it. I mean, so, I mean, you know, some of these guys are just... But it's also like, what the fuck are you doing? I, yeah. Who Lich. are you? Yeah, who, who are you? Yeah, that's what I say to them. Um, no, we, I never talk to them. And I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just like, they get annoyed with me and I ghost. I'm like, well, then I guess it's not going to pan out. So any luck? Um, At all? No, no, actually. It's been bleak. It's been, but you know what? I've decided that I actually, um, okay, so I don't know if you get this way or if this is like a me thing or I think maybe a girl thing. But every few months I'm like, again, like I got really over my need to be married thing. But every few months I am. I go through like a steady like month long thing of like, why am I not married? Should I be married? Does that ever happen to you? No, I think more so it's like, oh, I should be going on more dates, which is like I have not like in the past year and a half. I have not really at all. Maybe I've been on one and a half considering. No, mine's like you should have a stable partner. By no, this point. You I don't know, think okay. so. No, the only time it really happens is when I have a difficult situation. Like I'm changing my sheets. I'm like, I really wish I had someone here to help me. That is as we circle around. That, the full as episode. we as we come full circle <laughs> as the world turns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting. No, every once in a while, I'm like, I should have a boyfriend by now. And then I'll kind of like date a lot or like just hit up random people from my past. Uh-huh. And then and then I reach a point of serenity that I'm at right now where I'm just like, you know what? No rush. And then that lasts for and a And you focus on you. I mean, yeah, I am busy. You are. And I have a lot of things to do. So, Molly, anything yeah. else coming up down the pipeline that you want to let the viewers and listeners oh, know that my, where we should check you out? Oh, my God. Like, where should you check me out? Well, here's the thing is, like, I don't have my planner with me currently. <laughs> um, but mostly, I think just follow me on Instagram because that's where I post everything. We're putting it right here, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. That's, so if you want to hold it. What? Just hold your Instagram oh. right here. Oh, oh, you're putting it. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was like putting, give me a high five. Uh, <laughs> um, follow me on Instagram. That's where I put, and I always like, people will DM me on Instagram and be like, where are your shows? And it's like, just look at the Instagram. Click the link. Click the link. Um, I do have a website, mollycornfeld.com, but that one does not have as live updates on the shows because I do get booked a lot last, last minute. So Instagram is my most up-to-date. Absolutely. Molly Kornfeld, oh, thank Ted, you so thank much you so for much. coming so on the fun. couch. This really was fun. Getting to know Molly. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Peace.